0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mike from America's Hometown Horror Podcast, and as always, tonight's episode is brought to you by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Uh, Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves Plymouth and the surrounding area. Uh, they treat your home or business like they would treat their own and believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Get in touch with them today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189. That's 781 781-812- 812 9189 or at shine through net. That's shine T H R U window cleaning, shine Thru. through window cleaning. Uh, in addition to shouting out Shine Through like we always do on America's Hometown Horror, I want to reiterate what we did last week. Uh, obviously, you know, we love our local haunts in downtown Plymouth, and in these crazy times, you want to be able to support your local restaurants, bars, establishments, etc. Uh, so as far as we have seen, here's where you can get your takeout fix in Plymouth. And please support all these restaurants. Uh, they're all awesome. If Support them if you can. Uh, Speedwell Tavern, New World Tavern, Kikady's Burgers, East Bay Grill, Anna's Harborside, The Blue-Eyed Crab, Waterfront Bar and Grill, uh, Dylan's Local, T-Bone's Roadhouse, Strega, uh, Plymouth House Pizzeria and Pub, which is down off exit 5, Lucioso's, Sue Casa, Martinis, The Tasty, Carmen's Cafe Nicole, Mamma Mia's on the waterfront, Will & Co., uh, and Angelo's famous roast beef. Uh, we can't wait to see all of you guys again and share some drinks and laugh. Again, please support those local businesses and thanks for listening to us. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Mike, uh, your host of America's Hometown Horror Podcast, and uh, we have a light crew tonight, but uh, I am joined by my lovely wife, my podcast host, my partner in crime,
1: Kat. Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. And... Otis the Hound Dog is chewing a nice little bone behind us. Otis is
0: is still here too. Uh, That's because all three of us live in the same house and uh, everybody else is pretty much quarantined and we're going to explore potentially having Andrew, Craig, and or Seth all back on at some point in the coming weeks. But unfortunately, we don't really know what's going on with this, uh, you know, COVID-19, coronavirus pandemic, pandemic. Uh, when it's going to get better, if it's going to get worse before it gets better. When we'll be able to hang out with everybody and see everybody again, but uh, we're looking to some technology now, excuse me, to be able to uh, do some sort of you know live video recording. We're debating about creating a YouTube channel, uh, potentially being on video, uploading the episode, or doing it live. And then also re- uh, re-releasing the audio to all of you guys that have been listening to us since day one. So,
1: But for tonight, it's just the two of us.
0: Just the two of us. We've never done this before. No. So uh, I'm excited to see how this goes. It's, just, it's very weird to not have some other idiot or idiots sitting next to us.
1: Oh, I think our co-hosts are not idiots. I mean, I, I would consider myself more of an idiot than they are. But I mean... It's kind of a good topic for the two of us to top- talk yep. about. Invisible Man, considering the movie and the result and everything, mm-hmm. and given its characteristics, it's yes. a good uh, it's a good thing to talk about for just the two of us.
0: To be fair, yes, I meant idiot as more of a term of endearment for our friends that always join us in the show and are unfortunately able to not able to be here tonight. So I'm uh, not. You know, besmirching any of them. But uh, but yeah, it's just us, me and Kat, flying solo tonight. And we are here, as she mentioned, to talk about The Invisible Man, which... The,
1: the big besmirchers.
0: The big besmirchers, Kat and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here to talk about The Invisible Man, which, uh, which came out recently and then came to your homes recently as a result of this virus. Uh, uh,
1: Mike was so mad when... Well, we talked about this a few episodes ago when you tried to you wanted to go see it in the movie theaters, and it was the night before it was supposed to be released. And he went to go and we we went to go get dinner before, and we were going to meet Andrew. And all of a sudden, they canceled the later show. And Mike was like, "No!" So he was pretty ticked off about this movie from the beginning.
0: Well, not ticked off about the movie, but pissed off at that theater situation, the, the Kingston Mall, sure. And so that was we did the Bridgewater Triangle as the substitute topic right. for that week, right. which I actually thought turned out to be a great show. Yeah. It was some good discussion. There was some a lot of interesting stuff we we talked about, and I think we could actually probably even do a second part about the Bridgewater Triangle, because I feel like there's a lot we didn't even really get to. We try and keep them to, you know, hour, hour and 30 minutes. Sometimes we ramble, uh, we drink too much, and we just kind of go off the cuff. But uh, yeah, that was originally supposed to be when we were going to see The Invisible Man, and now... Because of all this bullshit that's happening around us, the world is crumbling. Uh, you're able to rent Invisible Man at home now, for which is the...
1: kind of convenient. Yeah, it's
0: pretty convenient, and you know it's a little steep the price. But if you if you think it's twenty bucks, but if you think about it, it's really what you would spend
1: at the movie theater anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it just... how much Re- is a movie ticket? I mean, bucks? it
0: depends on where you go. If we went to Wareham, it'd probably be... we could probably get like three of us in with food for around twenty bucks. But right. that's because nobody ever goes there. But yeah, I mean, it's worth the money, and, you know, like I said, you never know when this is going to end. So we may not be able to go back to the movie theaters for quite some time. Uh, and this is probably the closest thing that you're going to get, and it's pretty cool that Universal decided to do this. Uh, I know why. It's a good release for them. It's a good movie. We'll get more into that. But since we're already talking about the coronavirus bullshit, that's what I'll keep referring to it as. Um, I just want to run through, you know, the the. the st- the slim amount of news that we have, which is really only one item because everything else is either getting, you know, it's, it's just, it's just there's not much out there right now. And then I also wanted to run through some things that you're able to watch uh, from home in April that'll be coming out soon that nice. are on a variety of streaming services. So if you're stuck at home like we are and the majority of people are, these are things that uh, you can probably check out on a free trial if you don't have the service. Or if you have the service, you can watch something You know, a little spooky to uh, get you through these tough times.
1: Spooky! Exactly. Nice. Very nice. So, go ahead with the chlorophyll.
0: I'll with the chlorophyll. So, uh, I know we've mentioned this in the last two episodes, but movies continue to get delayed. You know, we were just talking about it by this coronavirus outbreak. Uh, We mentioned antlers got pushed back. Uh, we mentioned the Jordan Peele Candyman got pushed how back. How long have
1: we been talking about antlers for? Like months, months now? Months. months. My well, the, God. Trail, the trailers looked awesome, and it's going to be a good movie to when see it see comes it out. No, well, I, I don't to see it anymore. No, I don't know. I
0: definitely do. But uh, two two more movies fell victim to this, uh, this virus, both released by Sony, and they were both supposed to be released in July of this year. So big-time summer releases for this company, which kind of tells you a lot about how they these movies. No, 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 they, they, these movies are filmed and they were ready to be released. Oh. And uh, these, you know, they basically want to shelve them for later to try and make more money off yeah, them. And well, those two movies, uh, Ghostbusters, Afterlife. Oh, right. Yeah, that's going to get we pushed. We watched that
1: trailer, too. We did
0: watch that trailer, too, a while back when it came out. So, actually, so Sony was going to release Ghostbusters, Afterlife, and a movie called Morbius in July of this year, which are both, obviously, go- both not exactly horror films, but Close enough. Horror adjacent, you'll call them, right? So Ghostbusters obviously sequel to a classic movie. You don't need me to tell you about that. Morbius, have you heard of this before? No. So Morbius is Like a, Morpheus? Like with no, a B. It's the yeah, same spelling but with a B instead of the P. So you just flip the Mor- P upside down. You flip the P upside down. Whoa. Exactly. Look at you. Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Morbius is an obscure <laughs> Spider Man villain. Hmm. That is a vampire. And apparently, they're doing an R-rated movie about this character that Spider-Man may or may not be in. Looks actually kind of cool. Jared Leto's playing uh, Morbius. Is Leto or Leto? Leto, Leto, whatever. I always thought it was Leto. It's probably Leto. I just don't saying. know. Whatever. Because, yeah, he seems like it would be a Leto. But what, uh, what
1: would it seem like he'd be a Leto? <laughs> he just
0: seems like he's a little bit. A he seems like he's a little bit much to handle. Okay. Well, well, y- isn't
1: that how you pronounce the name? <laughs>
0: I feel like Leto is easier to pronounce, but Leto is just more like, oh, no, well, actually, Lito would no, have actually it's, I. L- it's Leto.
1: Leto would have an I. It, e, it could be an E. No, pro- no, no, no. It could be an
0: Leto. could be an E pronunciation, not an I. I think,
1: Mr. English Major, you need to pronounce his name correctly.
0: I stand corrected. So, Jared Leto was supposed to star in this movie. Yay, good job. About Michael Morbius, the <laughs> living vampire who was a Spider Man villain. Looked all right. Um,. So, yeah, both those movies got pushed out of a summer release into March of 2021. And, I mean, I think they'll be able to be released March then. March of
1: 2021? Yeah. Jesus. That's yeah. That's so far.
0: Yeah. It seems uh, a bit extreme, but, yeah, I mean, these people know what they're doing. And they're probably trying to plan for Certain not being season. able to make any money. Mu- yeah, mu- yeah. Not- yeah. Who knows? I mean, we're we're already talking about being, you know. Um,
1: oh, my God. A year from now? Oh, no. That would, no, be, that would no, be bad news. No. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Go. Keep talking. I don't want to dwell on this. Well, like I said, that, that's
0: <laughs> all I really had for news, but a couple of things that you can watch on some streaming services that are all coming out or or are already out. Excuse me. Um, so the first one is a movie that's on Shudder that I thought looked pretty interesting. It's a documentary. It's, it's called Cursed Films. Uh, this is the Shutter exclusive that's going to be available on April 2nd. Ooh. And it's about exactly what it sounds like. Movies that have had cursed productions over time. A couple movies that are featured uh, that have notably had some bad things happen on set. The first one is the Twilight Zone movie from the 80s -hmm. uh, that was directed by Spielberg and some other people. Uh, Did you ever see the Twilight Zone? Um, Maybe. Were you familiar with the guy that died, the actor that died on set in the Twilight Zone?
1: Uh, No.
0: Okay. So just so you know, (laughs) there's the the second sequence of the movie because it's an anthology just like the Twilight Zone series was. Uh this guy was acting in a scene where there was a helicopter and the helicopter uh took off and crashed and the rotor cut this guy's head off on set it's while filming the movie.
1: Graphic. Oh, and, so it wasn't like part of the movie, it was like while they were filming the movie.
0: No, it was while they were filming the movie, uh the actor, a child actor, and several crew members were killed by this helicopter crash.
1: Jesus. Yeah.
0: So that guy died when they were filming that movie, so obviously you can see why there'd be a curse on that. Poltergeist, which is essentially about, you know, uh, a house that's on an Indian burial ground with all kinds of haunted stuff. There was weird stuff happening to those crew members. And then The Crow is also one that's featured in there. Did you ever see The Crow before? No. 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 <laughs> Well, it's just—it's interesting for this episode, right? Because usually, if if you haven't seen a movie, I have somebody else that can say you've seen this movie, right? But no, nah, it's just me and you tonight, so we're just gonna roll with the punches, which is just okay.
1: Us. I know you're gonna be like, "So have you seen this?" I'm be like, "No." I'll be like, "God damn it, Catherine! Can you please okay. just see a movie so we can talk about Fair it?" Enough. Besides the feature, you know, and- what? hey,
0: it's okay. I'm just gonna have to adapt on the fly, which we will. So, yeah, you just talk. Just so you know, the Crow, okay, uh, was a a horror-ish movie that was starring. Uh, bruce lee's son was the actor and he was killed on set while filming the movie uh basically there was a prop gun that they thought was a prop gun turned out it was a real gun that was on set and somebody pulled the trigger and shot him and killed him on set while he was being filmed yeah they were able to still release the movie i guess they had enough footage (laughs) i think they changed the ending but uh yeah bruce lee's son was killed on set while filming that movie it's pretty wild so you can see why some of these movies might have uh a curse on them, if you if you will. So uh, I want to watch that. That comes out very soon on Shutter. Uh, so if you have Shutter, great, check that out. Also, reminder from last episode: Shutter is now giving everyone that's home a free 30 day trial. So Ooh. if you want to watch Shutter and you haven't had the chance to yet, uh, check it out. 30 days for free. It's worth your money. And Highly your time.
1: recommend it. I like Shutter, and mm-hmm. I was kind of like skeptical at first, but just not even that one movie, Haunt that we saw. Was it Haunt or Haunted? Haunt. Haunt? Yep. um yeah it's got some really cool stuff on it um I think it's worth it even for a subscription but I mean yeah um definitely take the free trial if they're offering it that's
0: haunt, awesome haunt is was very good and my favorite thing that they've had so far is their creep show TV series that they came out with over the last uh, it was Did we around, watch around that? the fall we watched it yeah it was good I, you watched some of it with me and I don't think you liked it so we st- I think you watched like the first two episodes
1: yeah is it It's corny
0: um it's kind of like it's like tales from the crypt like old school ec comics like comedy horror slap like you know very i don't I don't know how else to describe it besides okay. that but it's like comic booky horror cuz they were based on comic books from the 50s and 60s sure horror comics okay right all right, so that's the first one, Curse Films. Now, I didn't give you the outline before this one, and no. there was one particular reason that I didn't, because I wanted to hear your reaction live to this. Well,
1: even if you gave me the outline, I wouldn't read it. You
0: probably so. wouldn't have read it, so it wouldn't have <laughs> mattered anyway. That's that's right. That's right. Here's, um,
1: I, I don't read, remember?
0: Adapting on the fly. <laughs> adapting on the fly. So, uh, on Hulu, Blumhouse has produced a series of holiday-themed movies over the last year, they're now on their second year of doing it. It's called Into the Dark, this film series. Uh, we watched, I think, the first five or six, and then we just kind of fell off because some a of, them, lot of them, some of them were good, very good. Some of them were terrible. And one of the ones that I liked the most was from Last Christmas. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, no. Last Last Christmas. And this movie was called Pooka. Oh yeah,
1: that was a good one.
0: Yep and they are releasing on april 3rd a sequel to Puka called into the dark Puka lives ooh that is uh, apparently april april fools or easter oh, themed that's i'm exciting. not really sure so maybe this will be the month that we get back into into the dark
1: well i mean and we can even just Binge on it because what the hell else do we have to do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Tiger King, we have like what one episode left.
0: Yeah, that fucking show. Uh, we <laughs> we have one episode left. We're almost done. And I can't imagine it getting any crazier than it already has. But I've heard that it does. But yeah, that and Ozark have kind of taken up our last week, and we finished Ozark. That was
1: great. Week? You mean like last three days? The last three days. <laughs> yeah, not even a week.
0: Not even a whole week. Um. So if how would you describe the first Puka movie to anyone that hadn't seen it before?
1: Um. I mean, it's been a while since we saw it, but it was this toy that was an obsession.
0: Almost like a like a Furby.
1: Yeah, like a Furby kind of thing that everyone kind of needed, and it had all of the scary elements. Or that, a Tickle
0: Me Elmo, like one of those yeah. toys that gets released around Christmas.
1: It had all the scary elements that people feared about Furbies and about... Um, not Elmo necessarily, but like that they could record you and that they could do all those kind of creepy things and the government could tap in on it, Mm. um... That was kind of the feeling with Puka, and then there was this weird culty aspect of it too, where Part he of kind of tried to lure people into buying it. Well, it was and... it was
0: the one guy, the guy basically. So and he
1: went crazy for the
0: release of the toy. They have this guy get hired as a mascot that wears a giant suit of the toy, and as he starts to wear the suit, he just slowly goes more and more insane, and it's almost kind of told in a way. Like a Christmas Carol, the way that they the elements of the story. You Just just watch it and you'll you'll understand what I'm saying. But it was good, and the costume is creepy. It's a creepy fucking toy. So uh, I'm excited to see a sequel a for wick,
1: this. It's a wacky looking teddy bear.
0: Yeah, it's really really I wouldn't even call it a teddy bear. It's just weird. Well, it's almost should, like a, it's like, like a de- like a demented Furby is what I would call it. Yeah, I think so. All
1: right, yeah, it's worth a watch for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh watch.
1: I think you liked it more than I did. I.
0: We I generally find that with most things I that we know. watch, you don't really like anything. <laughs> you don't really like anything. I you do like
1: like something. You like
0: some things. We started. Uh, we started. We, we watched. What was that show? Uh,
1: I like the Tiger Show.
0: Tiger King is great. We, you like. I like Ozark. Ozark. Okay.
1: All right. So, There's a few things I like.
0: I exaggerate. You don't dislike. everything. I like Top Chef, but I like, don't
1: like to watch it when I'm hungry. True. I think that's fair. All
0: right. Fair enough. So, yeah, uh, Into the Dark, watch Pooka from last year, and Pooka Lives will be available on April th- April 3rd.
1: And those are all on Hulu? Like, all of them are all on Hulu, and right? All of them
0: on Hulu. You can watch any of them. This, they release one per month. So, some yeah. of them are, are really good, and some of them are it's terrible. It's fun,
1: because they're themed with whatever month they come out with. So, they had, like, a Christmas one. They had a New Year's one. They had a Valentine's Day one, and it's all these things. The New Year's things. one was
0: awful. The one yeah, with the, the girls to yeah. sleep over, that was fucking terrible. I mean, some of them
1: are better than others, um... But it's cute how they kind of try to tie it in with some sort of holiday for that month. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the, I appreciate the idea.
0: Yeah, well, Blumhouse is known for low-budget horror movies, right? Uh, not a lot of special effects, and that's what this series is. It's, yeah. it's essentially it's a movie that they release every month that's themed to a holiday. It's not even really a TV show. There's no connecting thread. They're all different. They're right. essentially movies. But yeah, check those out. And then uh, next one, April 15th. We already talked about this last week, but I just have to remind people that what we do in the shadows, season two uh, from FX comes back.
1: Oh, yeah. I I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: It's just, they keep releasing like little teasers, like 30 second teasers of the characters in random situations. And I just laugh every Uh, time. I feel like
1: I could just watch that for days, that show. I could watch it on repeat forever. It's so funny.
0: Yeah. I think we watched the entire show each week. Then we watched watched the movie at least once or twice. And then we rewatched. Season one again, like a couple months ago. Yeah. so it's.
1: Can we watch the whole thing? Can we
0: rewatch it again? We can rewatch it again. <laughs> I'm excited. We, 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 hey, we got nothing but time, right? Right. Yeah. Let's um, do it. But obviously, you know, it, it's it's about vampires. It's not scary. It's funny. It's actually fucking hilarious. It's not funny. Oh, it's
1: not scary at all. No,
0: no, no, no. But there's you know, there's vampires in it. There's werewolves. There's cool spins on classic horror tropes that are hilarious. You know, it's worth your time. Definitely watch what we do in the shadows. And if, you, I mean, if you've seen the movie and you haven't seen the show, the show's actually better, so watch it. Yeah. Um, anything else on what we do in the shadows? No. Okay. I'm good. Last thing uh, Stephen King is releasing a new book that was originally supposed to be out in May. Uh, it's a collection of four. Uh, novellas. So, four very, uh four longer short stories. I was going to say very long short stories. That would make it a book, but that's four longer short stories. It's called If It Bleeds. Uh, this got pushed up from May until April 28th for everyone that's at home. Catherine, you're going to read If It Bleeds by Stephen King?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew you were. I was gonna. Maybe say, was, I'll draw was, the cover. I was setting you up for that. How one.
1: about that? The
0: cover's actually kind of cool. You might like yeah, it. Yeah,
1: maybe I will redraw the yeah. cover.
0: I'll probably pick this up. uh I like hard copy, but you know, maybe if I can't get to a bookstore or whatever, or I can't order off Amazon, I'll, I'll read it on you know my phone or iPad or something. But uh just thought that was one final thing for anyone that reads Stephen King. Anytime a book comes out, you know, you have to check that out if you're a horror fan. So. Uh, anything else interesting you've been doing? Any news you have to report? Anything you want to talk about before we move on to our topic of the night?
1: Um, no. No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I I haven't been watching anything scary. I, I mean, everything we do is with each other because it's, we can't really go anywhere or do anything. So, yeah. no, I have True. nothing to report.
0: Okay. Otis, do you have anything to report? I guess no, that's I a, think he's uh, good. That's too. a no. That's a no. So, we'll just, uh, we'll move on. All right, and we are on with the chlorophyll, and on to our topic of the night, which, as Kat mentioned before...
1: The Invisible Man!
0: The Invisible Man!
1: Which, uh, you were so obsessed with seeing, and I didn't really know that... So, The Invisible Man is, like, a monster from another thing. Like, it's not just a brand new movie with a new concept. I mean, I know they're a dime dime. (laughs) You can't come across any sort of new concepts nowadays. Everything is Mm -hmm. redone and remade, and inspired by whatever there's no original things really i would argue that
0: this is this is a this is a property that's ripe for a reboot or a remake or whatever you want to call it but yes so the invisible man is based on one of the universals one of the universal classic monsters like Frankenstein, the Wolfman, Dracula, Bride of Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Invisible Man, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Phantom of the Opera. Hunchback
1: of Notre is a monster. Well, I mean, he's a monster yes. in the Disney movie, but not like in a...
0: So Universal back in the 30s and 40s, basically, they made these monster movies because they were about to go bankrupt and they saw a cheap way to be able to make some money and they ended up saving the studio. Yeah. Oh. So these were really important movies. They were really good. And obviously like, you know, you got Boris Karloff, The Mummy was another one. So Boris Karloff was Frankenstein, The Mummy, uh, Lon Chaney was The Phantom of the Opera and the Wolfman. So there's, you know, a lot of famous actors came out of these movies. So these characters are kind of held in high regard, which is why this was kind of an important way to a uh, important important movie for Universal to release and get right. And there's probably a couple reasons for that. Does that explain what you were asking before?
1: I don't think I asked a question. Well, you're asking like what
0: it, it's based on another monster movie or something. You're asking. Like well, yeah, what but it I didn't. I'm saying I said I around. didn't.
1: I didn't realize that when you were yeah. just like, I need to see Invisible Man. I'm like, why do you want to see an Elizabeth Moss movie? Like, you don't like her.
0: Well, yeah, and I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. But so okay, that's probably I like her. That's, that's probably a, a good a good uh, a good place to start, right? So so like you were mentioning before, kind of everything now is based on reboots and remakes and you know there's very few original ideas which can be frustrating but you know occasionally when things get rebooted for a more modern time they they have better technology to adapt something and they do a better job
1: example a Exam- incorrect it
0: oh god you're the so old wrong. it
1: was way better than the new it that's a
0: terrible, terrible no call. no no
1: no 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 too much technology it was meant to be in the time that it was made and i think that never mind just keep going i don't mean to interrupt that's okay
0: no, I, I But I, I don't
1: I don't agree with that.
0: I disagree. No. I just. Dis- I think I think the it movies were way better. No. Not even close. The new ones? Mm-hmm. No. Well, that's oh, God, just yeah. it's all
1: new technology. They're so not even like remotely scary cuz they're not realistic at all.
0: I think the first one's very scary. But yeah, uh, the it movies way better than the show. Way better than the show. But that's another topic for another day. So the whole reason I brought this up is, you know, you have Marvel now who has the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? All those Marvel movies that make a shit ton of money for Disney. Uh, you have the Star Wars movies, which are all connected. You have uh, the DC extended universe, which is Batman and Superman and all those movies that has kind of fell flat in its face. So Universal was looking for something similar to that, and they decided they wanted to try and create a shared universe based on their classic monsters and turn these almost into like superhero-ish movies, and they failed miserably. Uh, I think in 2014, they released this movie called Dracula Untold, which was supposed to be a Dracula origin story that was awful. And then back in 2017, they released this mu- this new Mummy movie, which was supposed to be a reboot of the whole thing with uh, Tom Cruise as a random character and then Sofia Botella as the Mummy and uh, killed by the critics. ...and did not make any money at the box office. So Universal struck out twice... ...swung and missed twice trying to make these movies. So it was uh, very important to them they did this right with this third one... ...and try and reboot it for a third time. Uh, So what they were going to do with this... ...they called it the quote-unquote Dark Universe... ...which, terrible name. Ugh, so bad. So before this Tom Cruise Mummy movie failed... ...they already had lined up who they were going to have play all these characters... And it was a pretty stacked lineup of uh, actors and actresses. So, for example, Frankenstein was supposed to be played by Javier Bardem, who, uh, do you know who he is? He was in No Country for Old Men. He was uh, in one of the Bond movies as a villain. Mm. He was in one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies recently. Mm. All right. Well, he was gonna play. He was gonna play Frankenstein. Have you heard of a little actress known as Angelina Jolie?
1: I know who she is.
0: Okay, she was supposed to play the bride of Frankenstein. uh, Russell Crowe.
1: I love me some Russell Crowe. Making
0: movies, making movies, fighting Fighting around around the the world. world. So he was (laughs) in the Mummy movie. Uh, as Doctor Jekyll and Mr Hyde, and he was going to play that character in other movies.
1: Russell Crowe.
0: Russell Crowe. Was going to be
1: Doctor Jekyll and Mr Hyde. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait. Yep. Is th- what is this movie? Can you rewind?
0: This is the Mummy reboot that they tried to do in 2017. That was terrible. It had Tom Cruise as like this adventurer, almost kind of like Brendan this Fraser. Was never made. It was made. It got released. And it did terrible at the box office, and the critics hated it, and fans hated it. Oh, can
1: we watch it? We sounds, can watch it. It's actually on great. HBO right now.
0: Ooh. I already watched it. It's terrible. Oh. I watched it when it came out three years ago. I'd probably love it! Yeah, you probably could. <laughs> You probably would.
1: But I yeah. want to watch it! So Tom Cruise <laughs> plays,
0: like, the Brendan Fraser part in this new Mummy movie. The Mummy is played by this actress named Sophia Butella. And there's a monster hunting organization they run into called Prodigium... That is run by Russell Crowe, who is Dr. Henry Jekyll, oh, and turns into Mister Hyde huh? during the movie. Uh, this movie did so bad that they decided to cancel all of the upcoming movies that were going to be released and reboot everything in favor of uh, in favor of you know stories that were focused on one movie at a time, as a, as opposed to like a shared universe. But uh, yeah, so they they had all these actors lined up. And do you know who was supposed to play the Invisible Man in this dark
1: universe? Leonardo DiCaprio. No. Oh, my God. That would have been the best cast ever.
0: (laughs) you have any other guesses? Um, Seems like somebody you're going to be like, oh, my God, of course.
1: The Invisible Man?
0: Yes. Kevin Bacon. No. He was already in Hollow Man. That's what you are thinking of.
1: That's, Yeah. Um, I don't
0: know. Johnny Depp. Oh
1: well, that's kind of basic, yeah.
0: Yeah, kind of basic, kind of basic.
1: Kind of basic.
0: Yeah, so all this got all this got rebooted and retooled in favor of this new Invisible Man movie, which is directed by Lee Wanell, uh, who starred in and co-wrote Saw. He was the photographer that was chained in the bathroom with uh, Doctor Gordon.
1: I love those little Easter eggs. Mm,
0: so that guy was uh, was he he wrote and directed this movie, Lee Wannell. The guy from Saw.
1: Nice. I love that movie. Pretty, pretty cool. By the Can we do an upcoming episode on Saw? Yeah, we can do that. Sometime soon. And I can... Can I be the ringleader? Can I be the host? Of course you can. America's hometown horror, your host tonight, Kat.
0: Yeah, Oh my god! I would love to have you take the reins. That would be fun. Yeah,
1: I did already once. No, no, no.
0: I well, actually, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you did I with did the, with the phobias. Yeah, yeah. I did. but you could run the ad read. You could do the intro. You could just. I could. I could take the second mm-hmm. seat, and you could just run with the whole thing if you want I to. I could. You certainly could. So yeah, that's the Dark Universe, uh, and what they're originally thinking of, and you know what this, you know, based these characters were based on, uh, and what they were going to redo, but failed at. So
1: oh, I want to see that.
0: So, The Invisible Man, the 2020 Invisible Man. Catherine, what did you think of this movie, briefly, but spoiler-free? I liked it. Okay.
1: Please, said brief and spoiler-free, Any so. Any
0: details that you can provide that don't <laughs> give away the ending? Well,
1: I go into a lot of movies, like... I don't like to go watch the trailers and uh, prepare for the movie. Prepare for the coronavirus. Like, But you can't... Pre- I, I like to just go in blind. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. I don't want to know all the... Like, the back. Story on everything and everything. I just I have no interest. So I actually I love Elizabeth Moss. I love her in Mad Men and A Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was excited when you were like, "Oh, Elizabeth Moss is in this." I was like, "Oh, really? Oh, I'll go see that. I like her." And I knew nothing about it going in besides you said it was based on some sort of monster from another thing, which I guess even coming out of it. I'm I, I do and don't know what that monster is. Kind of, I think I'm still a little confused.
0: It's a man that's invisible.
1: No, I I know. No, I <clears throat> I get it, but it's more of like
0: you have to you have is to
1: a Spoiler: If I keep no, no it. no 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 no, no, no. no of
0: course not because you, the invisible man is a man that's invisible. It's in, right in the title, so you have to realize like so the universal classic monsters quote unquote. It was a loose term. Like we're not talking like all. Frankensteins or werewolves or Draculas there were other characters in there too and the Invisible Man just happened to be a mad scientist in the original story and in the first movie that found a way to turn himself invisible through like a serum Right. right to be able to commit crimes okay. and so that was everyone. more like so, hollow man yes ex- exactly so hollow man was a less popular was that was almost invisible man no it was called hollow man Well,
1: i know i saw it a billion it wasn't it, times. wasn't it
0: wasn't based on the invisible man but it essentially is a modern retooling of the of the invisible man it's just not called the invisible man and it's not based on the invisible man it's a little different um but yeah so <laughs> yeah so that not not hollow man but go ahead continue
1: um i overall i mean spoiler free i think it's it's it was great i would definitely like we were downstairs watching in the basement and mike wanted to play darts and i was like i just actually want to sit and watch this movie like i found it really interesting um the whole story behind it i thought was kind of cool and it kept my attention which not a lot of mo- a lot of not not a lot of movies do yep Um, and then I remembered it to like talk about it after too, which is even more impressive for me. So very, I didn't even have to take any notes or anything. I just I liked it.
0: Well, you just said that you like to go into movies cold and not watch a trailer and not know what it's about, and that's I feel like that's almost kind of a better way to go into movies because yeah, because you go
1: in and ruin all of them. You're like oh. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to see it. Just tell me it's I coming can't, out. I can't I can help excited. it because I
0: love watching trailers and, you know, hearing movie news and stuff. So I'm just the complete opposite. But, but then
1: by the time it comes out, you've already seen the entire movie because you've watched all 15 no, trailers that have come you know out what? throughout the entire I, year.
0: I actually thought that this trailer did not give away much. It gave away very little. Nothing about the ending. Nothing about a lot of the major plot points. And I thought they did a good job of not showing a lot because I feel like a lot of movies do that. Yeah. They do give away a lot. But, you know, even being excited for this movie and going into it, I thought it was a great premise that they really found an interesting way to update this older kind of character and story for a modern time. Yeah. But you got to remember, the like I said, the Invisible Man movie came out in the 30s. H.G. Uh, Wells wrote the Invisible Man back in 1897. So this is a very old story and an old character that was written a long time ago. And they found a way... Uh, Lee Wannell found a way to make this interesting and fresh for a new audience, uh, which was cool. I also thought they did a really good job of building tension throughout the movie. Uh, there were a lot of jump scares, but they kind of kept building the tension up throughout the movie the entire way. Uh, things kept getting worse for Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss' character uh, when you thought they couldn't get any worse, Yeah, which was good, uh, which made it scarier to me. I mean, there were some jump scares and stuff, but it was, you know, not super gory it was not you know like you know uh, monsters jumping out of the walls and windows and stuff but uh they they definitely did a good job of building tension and and trying to get you to be scared and the entire time you're not really meant to know if she's really losing her mind and if this really isn't happening or if this all is actually happening to her based on the situation that she's in right and there were some really good twists uh in it without them totally pulling a M Night Shyamalan and Shyamalaning it and totally fucking everything up. So, uh, so yeah, that's what I thought of it. Anything else you want to say?
1: No, I think the entire time I wasn't sure if it was in. Well, <clears throat> it got to a certain point when you knew it wasn't just in her head. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I felt like I went through most of the movie thinking it was in her head. Yeah, um, I did too.
0: I actually did too. They, they, they definitely spoiler.
1: Do you no. Guys say spoiler? Okay. no? No, no, no,
0: no. They, they, they definitely made it seem like that and. I think in the trailers and the commercials, you're meant to think that. that right. Like, it's the type of thing where is she imagining this or is it really happening? Right. Which made it all that more scary because things happen to her that you don't know if she's doing or if she's not doing. Well, and you want to
1: think that, like, you know, some people nowadays make movies and they want to make some sort of political statement and it's the Me Too movement or it's the mental health things or they want to make some sort of, like, I, I mean, I don't even know what other statements you can make, but, I mean, there's, like different sexualities and what so i was thinking you know immediately i'm like they're making a statement about mental health and about women's rights like the minute that this started yeah. and i very heavy assumed message assumed that and i'm glad that i was wrong about and as it subtle it was, as
0: a sledgehammer to the face yeah yeah, yeah which is fine because i actually thought they pulled it off and they didn't do it in like an obnoxious annoying way
1: no i agree yeah,
0: I think if Andrew were here, he might have something else to say about he might. that. But yeah. uh, I you feel know, like maybe that would we'll...
1: be a topic he would chime yeah, in when, on. Yeah, when
0: when when uh, when we have him back on, I'm sure he'll chime in on that because actually, Andrew did watch it with us. He just couldn't make it tonight. So
1: it was before um, we were all quarantined.
0: Before we were all quarantined, exactly. It was our last exactly.
1: night together.
0: <laughs> so, a couple of quick facts about this movie, and they really are quick and only a few uh tying back to the easter eggs for this with the director and writer of the movie being the star and writer of saw the mental institution now we're into spoiler territory of course by the way so if you haven't seen the movie go watch wee- it and then come wee- back wee-
1: wee- wee- do you like that
0: very yeah. nice the spoiler warning yeah. use that. okay wee- wee-
1: wee- <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah. that's our new spoiler warning okay is that, is that like a weenie warning
0: yeah <laughs> that's uh, good wiener, wiener. <laughs>
1: I no, can just you rock to... the chair. Wait.
0: No, don't do that. Of course, please. when I
1: want to rock the chair, I can't. Yeah, don't do that. Spoiler! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, outside of the uh, mental institution where Elizabeth Moss gets placed, uh, there's a quick shot on the wall of some graffiti, and in that graffiti is a drawing of Billy the Puppet from Saw. Did you notice that?
1: I feel like I might have. Yeah. Was it in, like, a circle?
0: No, it was just a it was just a drawing of Billy the Puppet.
1: I feel like I rem- I feel like I remember like the
0: face. Yeah, face. I think
1: I think I remember that um piece. Now yeah. that you mention it.
0: Pretty yeah. cool, pretty cool little little Easter egg. I know you love that movie, so I, I thought that was one that do. you do. Yeah. Um, they also there's a there's a I'm sure there's going to be something like that in the new Saw movie if it ever gets released. The Chris Ugh, Rock, the Chris Rock one. Don't
1: postpone that. Yeah. Well, it's already been
0: post postponed. <sighs> so we'll see when it, not we'll see it comes like, out. No, it was in post-production, but they just they didn't want to. Again, the so now it's it,
1: in no production? Now it's canceled?
0: No, it's not canceled, but the reason these these companies are not releasing these movies is they're going to lose know, out on making money, money, money at the theater. They they, they want to push them out so that people will actually go to the theater to see them.
1: Wait, oh, but bitch. you can't go to the theater, or release them, and charge people? Oh, it's just
0: stupid. You can't have
1: parties at your house and have a viewing party. You might as well charge them online.
0: Well, you can. I, well, I guess yeah, you can't now, but maybe in the future you can. If it, I don't know. But if well, you can, if you can do that, the theater should be open. So yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. A uh, couple other Doesn't quick, quick little Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. There are a few references in this to the original Invisible Man movie. Uh, one you noticed when we watched it, when uh, Elizabeth Moss is laying in bed with uh, his, uh, her brother-in-law's daughter, her niece or whatever, and they're laying in bed and the covers get pulled off them, and yeah. she sits up and she sees like the uh the rack that has the trench yes, coat it. Yes, it looked like
1: a it looked like a... I thought there was someone like there. Person, yes. right? It
0: was meant to look like a person because that's actually the uniform the invisible man wore in the original movie. It was a oh. tre- trench coat
1: to have. Yep. yeah. No, it was so funny she like pops out of bed and she's just staring and I was like there's a thing there. What do you mean? She's not she's not like being like, "Oh my god, who are you?" whatever. She didn't react at all. And yeah. I was just like, does she not see that yeah. man standing at the end of her bed? Like, I don't understand. How she doesn't see that, and I even said it to Mike, and Mike's like, there's no man there, it's it's just a thing that's on, like, it, it was a hat and a coat on, like, yeah. a rack.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it so, was
1: super weird. That I mean, was intentional. Who does that? That's terrifying if you yeah. wake up in the middle of the night and you see that.
0: Also, back to the asylum, there was a man in the asylum that she passes by that has uh, bandages over his entire face except for his eyes. And that is also what the Invisible Man wears on his face in the original movie, too. So a couple little Easter eggs. Interesting. Yeah. So those are all the facts I have. Uh, So obviously we're in spoiler territory now. So two little twists on the movie that I want to ask your opinion of and what you thought of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, First one, what did you think of the way that they updated the story in terms of you know, uh, a story like, you know, the the, the woman's rights story about Elizabeth Moss escaping from an abusive relationship and uh, how the boyfriend, Adrian, actually made himself invisible with technology versus like a serum. So
1: the invisible suit I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the minute that Elizabeth Moss was in that room and saw the it was almost like a Westworld effect thing where it looked like it put together this suit but it kind of populated its own body um i think the creation of the suit was really cool i'm still trying to figure out because all of a sudden i feel like there was a person so was there like a mold that kind of dripped into this trans like a trans, this weird stuff that like dripped into a translucent mold and then over there like it made like it made yeah, this like know. weird suit out of it, but then you took the suit off the mold and the mold stayed th- I I don't understand how it worked really. I mean, I'm I guess I'm not supposed to know how it worked, but Yeah,
0: I think it was meant to be ambiguous, yeah, but it was definitely cool.
1: It was cool. And like the way she explained it before was like there was all these eyes and you kind of you didn't really know like it well, eyes in a sense of like cameras all over the suit. So it yeah. was I almost wonder I'm more intrigued in what the suit can do and how the outside world looks when you're in the suit you never yeah. you never see that
0: no you don't see that that's an that's an interesting thing to think about though yeah hmm. but yeah and what I, did
1: adrian see when he was in the, Or elizabeth moss was in the suit at one point yeah Two.
0: like was he naked under there was he like you know, well i'm
1: sure you're naked under there because i mean you can't i, I don't know whatever could have been but...
0: wearing like underwear or something
1: Maybe he was you wearing his underwear. Yeah, yeah, he
0: was. Maybe does it also block sound? So if you're like breathing, or if you have to sneeze, or cough no, because he or talked to her.
1: Remember?
0: Well, yeah, maybe there's like a thingy presses or something like that. I have no idea. Who
1: knows? A good question. I would like to know more about the suit.
0: Inquiring minds need to know about the suit. Yes, but I, yeah, I, I thought the suit was cool too. I thought the suit was cool, and I thought, I thought, like, I, like you know, we already kind of talked about it, but I thought it was a cool way to make the story relevant, where you had Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss's character who. Obviously, she is in a tough spot because of the relationship that she was in, so she already kind of has the feeling that someone's always watching her or around her. Right. And that's kind of... Amped up by the fact that there's a the potential that this feeling. guy is invisible. Yeah, it was, it's it's a scary concept. Yeah, for sure. Well,
1: because you, yeah, it's it sounds so crazy that you think that she's just in some and sort of mental that's, state.
0: That's what everybody thinks when she tells her that, right. which is equally as scary to know that you're not losing your mind, right. or is she? Right. And nobody believes you, and they just fucking restrain you and pump you full of drugs. But
1: to be clear, the Invisible Man. Is he Adrian? Is he the brother? Is he? Is the Invisible Man the idea? That's, is the Invisible Man an idea? That's what I mean before. Like, so I think
0: it's I think it's an idea. But that was that was the next thing I was going to ask you. What you thought of was the fact that the brother, both brothers, were in on the entire thing. Right. Clearly. Yes. I thought that was a cool twist.
1: Well, yeah, it's like a scream twist at the end. You're like, oh my god, there's yeah. the killer! Oh my god, there's two! Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I, I okay. I mean, it was his brother. You would think that.
0: Well, I knew I, mean, I, 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 I smelled a rat the second the brother was like in that briefing with Elizabeth Moss and her sister and she, he was saying how much he hated his brother right. and <clears throat> you know, he was a bully to him in his entire life growing up and all that shit. I was like, All right, something's not right here. I think he's a little bit more in on it than he's indicating. I picked yeah. up on that right away. Right. But I thought that was a cool twist, you know, when she actually shoots the guy in the suit at the house. what you you think is the end and it turns out she pulls the suit off and it's the brother right and the like oh shit you know her boyfriend has essentially faked his own kidnapping and makes it look like he's innocent and he gets out of you know any of the responsibility for it so i thought that was a cool way to play it as well so uh so yeah uh did you find this movie to be scary
1: yes yep okay um not like not like boo scares there but were a couple like, of good jump scares. There were a couple of jump scares. Um, I don't know if I jumped. Maybe. Maybe a little bit.
0: There's one time when I was just like, holy shit I think I like gasped out loud. When? Uh when she's Elizabeth Moss is at dinner. What's Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss's character's name? I keep I don't, don't want to say her full name, but uh <laughs> Claire, maybe? I don't know. But uh, she's at dinner with her sister, and the knife comes up off the table and slices oh, her throat, and yeah. then it's placed in her hand. That was a pretty good and, boo. Oh, my God. That was Well, it was more wild. of a, like, like, whoa,
1: yeah. moment than, like, boo. Yeah. But, yeah, those, I mean, those moments were, yeah, it's like that scary thriller kind of movie that I like. Like, mm-hmm. I like A Quiet Place. Like, I like those edge your seat, like, horror movies. But I also, yeah. I think it was scary because it could be real. Like, I have nightmares of that man and that's why i was like there's a guy at the end of your bed i'm like i see him all the time (laughs) like i make up these fucking crazy things of like whatever's in the room into this scary thing that's gonna kill me like it's awful it's just Terrible anxiety.
0: <laughs> Safe to say that scene with the two of them at dinner uh, is probably the the best scene of the movie. Your favorite scene, or was there something else that stuck out to you?
1: The one at dinner with the knife or the one at dinner yeah. at the end?
0: Uh, not the ending. We'll talk about that. I think I that. liked the ending the best. The ending that the was best. probably my favorite All scene. Right, so why don't you talk about the ending?
1: Um, The ending is when... So, um, Adrian lures Elizabeth Moss back into... You should look up Elizabeth Moss's name so we can. Refer yeah, them. I will, yeah, I will. I will. That's yep. good. Um, Adrian asks Elizabeth Moss to come over to sort things out or something. Uh, like, basically,
0: to talk about the future of the child.
1: Oh right, right, right. Because she's about, pregnant. Yes. Um, and so well, to begin with, the Invisible Man is assumed to be dead.
0: Well, the brother's dead, and the no, no, no the boyfriend. But in the
1: beginning, the boyfriend was assumed to be dead. Correct. And then. That's how the lawyer thing happened, because the lawyer was his, was his brother and said he left Elizabeth Moss Cecilia. all Cecilia. These... Cecilia. Okay. Um, left Elizabeth Moss all this money, and she finds out that he's alive. he She ends up killing his brother because they're both behind it. Adrian then, in the very last scene, invites her- I always think of Adrian as a girl's name. No, Not this, a guy, this is a guy's
0: name. This is the man that's invisible. It's
1: just, I yeah, I guess. But he's a very good-looking guy.
0: He's a man that's invisible. He's from uh, The Haunting of Hill House.
1: Yes. yes. He played
0: the youngest brother all grown up, the one that was like addicted to drugs and stuff. And oh, really? The, the tall man in the hat. Oh. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I think this was actually scary because it's there's real things in there that make me nervous.
0: <laughs> this movie, you, yeah, you, you could very Extremely easily nervous. see this happening to somebody that is schizophrenic oh or my God, bipolar yeah. or something like well, that. Well, in, it...
1: in both aspects, it like, maybe I am schizophrenic. Maybe that's why I'm so wacky. Maybe.
0: Oh my goodness,
1: I just thought of that. No, because I think all the things Elizabeth Moss, well, not to that extent, but.
0: It's very, it's obviously very different to have fears than it is to you know have hallucinations and well stuff um, like yeah i don't hallucinate but, but i just can't see I, I know what you're saying there i know what you're saying um yeah so i i thought that was a cool part too the ending basically when elizabeth moss uh you know she slips out to go to the bathroom when he's trying to tell her that he wants to be with her and you know raise their child together and blah 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 and she slips off to go to the bathroom and then she puts on the invisible suit comes back And and on camera, kills him, but makes it look like he slit his own throat with a knife. Right. And she then walks out of the house, takes off the suit, and the cop brother-in-law is basically like, what are you you doing? She explains it, and it's implied that he lets her go. Yeah. So that was a cool way to end it, and I I had a feeling she was going to kill him because...
1: I thought it was a really cool ending. yeah, Yeah. Which
0: is also, you know, when you talk about you know the horror of being in in an abusive relationship like a lot of women you hear them say that the only way they feel like they could ever get out of that type of fear is just if he's dead Mm -hmm. which ultimately is the way that she chose to play it yeah which is just you know kind of says a lot but it was a good ending and i liked it a lot it definitely was cool so um i also liked the scene where the dinner scene well, that, I mentioned that, but also when she's in the house after she hits the niece in the face, or he hits the niece in the face, and uh, it looks like it's her, they get, when they're st- the house they're staying at, punch her in the, uh, punch her in the face, and then they leave... And then basically, it's a chase around the house with the invisible man. She puts like the coffee grinds all over the floor to see if there's oh, footprints. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was then pretty creepy. she calls his phone and she hears the phone vibrating in the, in the attic above her. Yeah. Then she goes up, finds the phone, and she kicks the ladder down from the attic and she pours paint and you can see the outline and she's of him. There? Yes. Yeah, like I thought, and that that was just a cool part too. I thought that was a really interesting way to play out like an invisible. It's almost like a ghost story, this entire yeah. thing, kind of in a way, but different. Um, so I already told you before that in this original dark universe, they were going to have Johnny Depp play, uh, the invisible man, uh, just so you know, for this movie. Uh, so the guy who played Adrian, his name is Oliver Jackson Cohen, I think.
1: That sounds really nice. So
0: he's a British <laughs> actor and they also Oliver considered
1: Jackson Cohen.
0: They considered for this role, uh, army hammer. <laughs> Do you know army hammer? He Army the, Hammer is that the, a person
1: or like a toy? He's
0: a person. He played the Winklevoss <laughs> twins in Social Winkle Network. Boss? Yeah, in Social Network. The Army
1: Hammer played Winklevoss.
0: <laughs> his name is Armand Hammer, and he goes by Army.
1: Okay, Armand sounds better. Armand but, well, he, Hammer is a very like is, strong name.
0: Call him by his name, Catherine. This is what he requests to be called: <laughs> is Army Hammer, what is not his mom Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yes. Yes. I'm sure his mom probably calls him Armand. Well, oh, yeah, Christ. I think
1: Armand Hammer, um, isn't that like a, oh, Armand it's, Hammer. Yes. <laughs>
0: that, yeah, that's a, uh, that's the, the baking soda. Yes, the baking soda. <laughs> this is not the baking soda, this no. is a man. Yeah. And again, he played the the Winklevi in the social network. You've seen yeah. that movie. Do you know who I'm talking about?
1: Uh, no. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs>
0: uh, the other consideration for the part of Adrian was Alexander Skarsgård. You know him.
1: He sounds really familiar. Who's he?
0: Uh, he's the guy that beats the shit out of Nicole Kidman in Big Little Lies. Oh
1: Jesus! Well, he's very handsome, but he's a he's an asshole. Could
0: very very easily see him playing this part. That's yeah. what I called for. Well, it's it's for. A I'm sure boy. he probably didn't want to get typecast in that type of a role as the handsome uh, yeah, wife beating asshole. Eating, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> so yeah, you
1: don't want to be that I, uh, guy. I
0: don't necessarily blame him for. Uh, oh, so
1: you know, they asked him past- to do it.
0: Yes, they asked oh. both those guys for the part and then they gave it to this other guy. Oh. Yeah. So clearly they wanted somebody handsome and that could play a dark role.
1: He was a tall, dark and handsome guy. Sure. He was very nice looking.
0: Um, anybody else in the cast you'd replace? I mean I would say normally I would uh Don't be big, you say a ad- big advocate for Elizabeth Moss because I She hate, was good. I hate her in Mad Men, but if you, you let don't... me if you let me finish You
1: didn't finish Mad Men.
0: I didn't finish Mad Men, I didn't like her in it. So far. Um, I thought she was actually good in this movie. Okay.
1: She's a great actress.
0: She was very good in this. She was, like, kind of normal. She was fine.
1: She was good in Mad Men. She, was am- she is amazing in Handmaid's Tale.
0: Yeah, well, I'm never going to watch that.
1: You've watched it when I watch it. In
0: the background, like, a couple things. But
1: she's really good. She's really, really good. Especially now, right. like, the later seasons. She's awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, would you call Elizabeth Moss your MVP of this movie?
1: Yeah, duh, duh. Or could you call like the suit the MVP? Because actually, the suit suit wins. could be the
0: MVP. I think the suit might be my vote because yeah. not only well it causes her all that pain and terror, but it helps her
1: too. But it helps also everybody. does
0: ultimately gets her out of the situation. Yeah. So I think that would be my MVP. Yeah. Um, but that actually so that, that's a good segue. So. You know, at this point, we've kind of talked everything about the movie, we've talked about the ending, we've talked about the cast, we've talked about the plot, and so the, the next question, if you're a fan of Universal Monsters, is kind of, well, what's next, right? So, are they going to make additional movies about other characters in this universe? Are they going to make a sequel to this movie? And it's kind of yes and no. I guess uh, the director of this movie, uh, Lee Wanell, as I've mentioned before, said that he is open to, I guess, but not necessarily sold on making an a sequel called The Invisible Woman.
1: Oh, I don't know. With Elizabeth think so. Moss. I
0: mean, he he seemed like he was leaning more towards a no, because yeah, he felt I'm... like she didn't really seem like the type of character that would just all of a sudden start killing people now that no, she was out of this situation, no. which well, I agree with. I agree. I think a sequel would be a bad idea here. But that character does exist in Universal Classic Monsters, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was something else coming up. Well, like if
1: you while. did another... A totally different story. Like you'd have to do a totally different story with a, exactly with a, a different twist.
0: Yeah, which then she'd still have to have the same technology or something else. Like it just, how would you find it? Well, and, uh,
1: I mean, and, I mean, with like Hollow Man, that's not that technology. But he became invisible. They injected. Well, the ho- the
0: ho- yeah the Hollow Man was a serum that they injected right. into. So I mean, it doesn't have shit. to be a
1: suit necessarily.
0: Right, but if they wanted to keep it in the same universe, it would probably have to be like the same type of thing. But what but,
1: if it's not in the same universe? What if it's not?
0: Then it might not be. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, so in, a, in addition to that, we've uh, talked about briefly in the past. So there is a supposedly a new Dracula movie coming from uh, the director of Jennifer's Body, whose name is Karen Kusama, which could be pretty cool. And they're is that also be in, like
1: three years from now.
0: Probably a couple years from now. <laughs> But they're planning it based on the success of this nice. movie. It's made, over, it's made over. It's made over a hundred million dollars worldwide. So Dracula? it's done well. No, no, no. The Invisible Man. So Universal is seeing this and thinking they want to make more movies like this. Yeah. More realistic, new takes on these these characters. Why not? Uh, but the the most exciting one is uh, James Wan directing a Frankenstein movie. So James Wan does all the Insidious movies. He does the Conjuring movies. He directed Saw. He directed all of those movies, and he's awesome. So him doing a Frankenstein movie that is said to be in the style of, like, Goonies meets uh, Disturbia. Like that type of vibe. Where a guy's, like, making a monster in his basement. I think that could be pretty cool. So, yeah, that's what's next for the Universal monster movies.
1: Very nice. Yeah. I think that sounds fun.
0: Anything else you uh, you have on this topic? Any other topics or anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, I just want to watch that awful... uh mummy movie now
0: <laughs> yeah we can do that Ugh, it'll be a hate watch I think for I'm sure. gonna love it <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised and you're gonna have to give a full report next episode on what you thought of it we'll definitely watch it
1: we'll all see. right I'd be
0: interested to hear your thoughts okay
1: all right because it would just
0: further cement your horrible opinions okay okay all right. so we'll see
1: Fair enough.
0: <laughs> all right so I think that's it for us tonight you guys thanks again for listening you can find us on the following social media platforms uh, Facebook is America's hometown horror podcast Twitter is at Hometown Horror Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us with show ideas, suggestions really anything you want at Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com uh, You can also subscribe subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox Stitcher and wherever else you get your podcasts including iHeartRadio. There's probably a few others in there that I forgot but you know if you have it, if it has podcasts you can find us there. So uh, thanks again, guys. Stay safe. Wash your hands.
1: Wash your hands. Wear masks. Turn the page. Yeah,
0: wear gloves. Wear gloves. You turn the page,
1: you wash your hands. <laughs> and
0: uh, yeah, talk to you next week. Be safe. Be well. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, and if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Art. Nibir- podcast network we have retro Red we have america's hometown horror bar talk old colony cast and of course Art so you can check those out wherever podcasts are found like comment and subscribe so we can reach more listeners and thanks for listening